Hello? Finally, you have picked up. What do you mean? You, you know it's me. It's me, Aki. Yes, yes, now you remember. But you don't remember that we have a phone interview with Yeji. What do you mean? Yeah, remember Yeji? Yes, the one who lived in Melbourne twice, also lived in Dubai. And then remember, yes, yes, she's the one who we all think that she's a stewardess, but she's not a stewardess. Really, she just worked at the front desk at the airport. Yes, Yeji, yes, the one who lives in South Korea, outside of Seoul. Yeah, yeah, that's what we have a phone interview with today. Even though you're late, I'll dial you in on our conversation. Not, not, not too far from the beginning. Yes, I went to Australia mm -hmm. for one year. Mm -hmm. uh, I applied for a working holiday visa, and then I came back to Korea, and then I went to, I moved to Dubai, and mm -hmm. I worked as a ground staff. Oh, okay. Oh, but why, why did you end up going to Australia? Like, out of all the places to go, why did you come to Melbourne? It's the first time. Yeah, the first time. Ah, uh, I don't know because like I knew only like three big cities. It was Sydney, Melbourne, and Brisbane. And mm -hmm. Brisbane was too small, and Sydney, I don't know. I thought it would, it would be too I don't know complicated, and there and then uh, so I thought it would be like Melbourne would be somewhere in the middle, you know, not too mm -hmm. busy, not too quiet, and then enough Korean people around so i won't be only speaking korean yeah that's yeah. why hmm. but still like why australia like i said it's still not too far from home like it's still very far from home so i mean, <laughs> I mean yeah yeah still but like you know it's not like all it's not like u.s like you're not like you know u.s is nearer from korea actually it's like a uh, like to la it's like nine hours flight or something Oh, well, see, my geography is terrible. No, you're not even with geography. No, I, no, you got it wrong. <laughs> I know. I know that's what I'm saying. My geographic, my, yeah, my brain is terrible. Yes, my geography is terrible. <laughs> so, so the reason why I went to Australia was uh, yeah, okay, when I was in uni, my mom told me to go uh, to other countries. You no, know, she wanted to have some, like, have, like, education, like, other side of the world. But back then, I didn't want to. Yeah. So after I graduated, trying to get a job, but uh, yeah, I couldn't get one I wanted. Mm -hmm. So I decided to go explore because I felt like I was stuck in Korea and that's up with my own thoughts. So I wanted to explore. But I told my mom that I want to live in another country. Back then, she bought a uh, she bought a building, so she didn't have enough cash. So I was thinking, okay, U.S., Canada, uh, Canada maybe, but it was too, I don't know. I, I, I thought Canada would be so cold. From the information that I got, Australia was a, a easier to make money and survive, like compared to other countries. So that's yeah. why I went to Australia. I worked and like I, I didn't need to study. I just could, I don't know, stay. Yeah, and no, I agree with the the pay here is like it's it's easy it's easier to save. That's what I notice here in Australia. Yeah. I feel like you can definitely save up more, especially with the visa, the working holiday visa, and because mm -hmm. it was a. Uh, Korea and like Australia and some other countries, we have like contract something like that, so we yeah. can apply for a working holiday visa. And then I can, I could apply anytime. And then they didn't like didn't require anything else rather than the uh, I don't know the, the, the X ray thing or something medical checkup. And then uh, oh, okay, they, so uh, you had to do a medical checkup for even for working holiday. Yeah, just just X ray on my oh, chest. Okay, X -ray. Okay. Yeah, and then what was it? Ugh. Yeah, and then the Canada and other countries, there uh, they were special, like in a period of times that I could apply for the visa, and then there there's like a specific number of people they accept. So yeah, Australia anytime, anyone, so it was easy. Were you like, were you satisfied, like, with your decision to move? To Melbourne to first time. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like first time, uh, I don't know, because like for me it was it wasn't really easy for me to live by myself, first of all, and it was my first time. And secondly, uh, the language barrier, like Australian accent, wasn't really familiar 
me uh, at that time. Yeah, it could, it could definitely, yeah, their accent gets kind of, for some people is definitely thick. <laughs> You're just like, what? So I couldn't really understand, like, even the words that I, words I knew. So yeah, language barrier and everything. But like, rather than that, I wasn't really expecting much because I've, I've been to England before, like when I was in high school, only for a month, but mm-hmm. like I shouldn't be expecting too much. So it was, it was okay. And so like during that first year, like what made you mm-hmm. want to, what made you decide to leave and end up, cause you said that you went to Dubai after this. Right? Uh, uh, yeah, visa expired first of all. <laughs> and okay. then like before I went to Melbourne, well, first actually I was, I was going to stay only like six months. And then, like, I got used to everything and I was actually enjoying staying there. So I actually extended my stay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my visa expired. So I went back to Korea, stayed one year, then moved to Dubai. Mm, okay. Yeah, because a lot of people don't know that. Because especially when you're on a working holiday visa, you can only work six months at one place. So that, that also could be like a pain, pain in the butt. Because you can like find a good place to work at, but then you just have to pick up and like leave and kind of like go somewhere else, which is a little bit yeah. um, irritating to do. Because what were you? Well, because what were you doing mm-hmm. for work here in Melbourne? Like, were you all still actually doing something in your degree? No, when I first got there, no, uh, I just I was I was a waitress actually most of the time. And how to call it? Like you know the 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 work job, but I'm not really serving anything. I'm just selling. How to call it? Sick uh like what you were hostess as a hostess yeah i was hostess then (laughs) 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 and a waitress yeah so then you moved back to korea just working once again you just like move back home you're like okay just working for a year just still kind of figure out my trajectory Mm -hmm. were you just still exploring you're just kind of just like working like you're still just trying to figure out what we want to do Uh, okay so i was trying to get a job in korea what is it? Aviation. Then failed. Then moved to Australia. Came back. I think I wasn't really thinking anything at all, personally. <laughs> so okay, okay. A friend of mine uh, introduced me a job. So I was I worked at a hotel, and then after a couple of months, I quit. And then there was some sort of program that uh, in a, in an academy and the government government was paying for it so i went for an interview so it was a some uh, i don't know how to call it just a program like for like uh three months or four months and then they were saying that there will be a job opening in korea and then it was actually for qatar qatar airways so and i always wanted to work for a uh, airline company and i after after melbourne i thought uh, i don't know i don't don't know how to put it in english or in korean I liked it better. Uh, when, you like you felt more relaxed, more ease, like, more. But with different people, and then like you know, people are more open-minded. Like you know, like when I was out of the country, so mm-hmm. I was always wanted to work abroad. I went to an interview. I I got it. So I was preparing for Qatar Airways, but Emirates. Came up like they uh, they uh, there was a job opening, so I went for it. I got it, so I moved to Dubai. What was kind of like your first like feeling of like kind of just oh, being there? Yeah, hot, 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 hot. hot. <laughs> <laughs> hot, hot, hot. <laughs> oh my gosh! Sorry. Okay, okay, the middle Middle East. It was the uh, the last country I was like I was always thinking that I would never move to Middle East. I would never go there. Right. And then yeah. uh, Emirates is a, Emirates Airline is a big, big big company. And then now I, I was I was thinking, okay, I, I need to try at least once. So I just went there, and then the first impression was like hot, hot, hot. And then um, and next, I don't know, because I was really busy with the uh, what are the training and everything. But I like my friends, and then but I I I soon figured out that everything was so artificial, and then like hollow. I don't know. I didn't really like it. Why do you think it's like very artificial? Because I've heard that being said about Dubai a lot. It's very like artificial. Like what makes it artificial? I know that it's Dubai. It used to just be like just a fishing city and it just like kind of, it just, they just kind of like built it up. Like 
there was nothing nothing to feel or i don't know it's just like gray buildings and like and then it was like quite safe like compared to other like i don't know other countries around it was quite safe and then there were always people to help and then like uh like they really didn't need anything in return and yeah, really friendly and nice what made your decision to leave like was it just because the visa ended or was it because you also like how you were saying before like you're kind of like oh this isn't you know kind of for me um okay so <clears throat> i liked my job and i like i liked my friends and co-workers but after some time i like i couldn't stop thinking that i should have studied something else because yeah because i didn't like my major and i had to finish it because i started so I couldn't stop thinking that I had to study something else. And then, okay, maybe I should start doing it because, you know, I'm not getting any younger. So I have to do it right now. Otherwise, like when I get older, it'll be hard for me to try anything. So I left Dubai to go to Australia. But what did you, to kind of like a little bit backtrack, what did you study first? Like in my uni? Yeah. Ah. Uh, computer shit (laughs) (laughs) but why why did you choose like was that like a like clearly it doesn't sound like it was a personal choice it kind of like eh, i know that we've talked before about you (laughs) you in your uni experience (laughs) the reason why i chose my major uh yeah java or was it just it was just straight up coding because you said because you did like computer engineering right yeah, like C plus plus. Do you know what it is? Oh yeah, no, I'm taking it. Like yeah, I'm doing it right now. And I took a class last semester, like C plus plus. Yeah, <laughs> I understand why you strongly dislike it. Yeah, the first, very first class, very first day in uni, mm-hmm. like oh, it wasn't even C plus plus. It was just C. It was just C. C is a lot easier than C plus plus. So the, the professors they were talking, and I was like, "Fuck, I'm fucked." <laughs> And like you miss the beginning since the beginning, so like, why can you understand? Like you can't understand anything, right? Mm-hmm. So oh, I I don't even know how I graduated. Actually, I don't know. Why did you? I was really lucky. Nobody... Why did you choose hmm? it though? Why 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 coding? Why not switch, sweetheart? Because, okay, back then I had I had like zero knowledge of computer, right? And then, like, I we we take a test, like like you do, like SAT, yeah. something like that. So we take a test for to for uni, and then I fucked it up like big time, big time. And then comparing the the, the previous year's score and my score and everything, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to go like really far from my city because okay, so basically, all the good unis. Are not all like except one. One one of them is something different. So they they far away from uh, Seoul. So all okay. the, usually good unis are in uh, Seoul, and then the next ones are around Seoul. And if you're going further to Seoul, that means you're you're not really smart enough. So I didn't really want to go far from where I live, and then uh, it, it had to be like in, the, in what is it, in the city I live, right? Yeah, and then. Like when I was in like when I was in high school, I was always telling my friends, and then because my friends were always telling me, "Oh, yeah, yeah, you're always sleepy. You should study. Like you should be awake in class." <laughs> and I thought, oh, you know what? It's okay. I can like you know I can go to the university. I have, my score is fine to go to the university because there was like bottom line, right? Yeah. To me, it was bottom line. So it was like you could you could just say that yeah, like I'm not really clever, clever, but you know I'm smart enough, you know. So. I was always saying it, and then like I took a te- yeah, and I took a I took the test, and I fucked it a big time. So I was comparing this like previous year's scores and my score to my score, mm-hmm. and then there was the only major I could safely enter. Yeah. Uh, okay. So other other major like like the 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 other majors that I wanted to study, it was a uh, it was really uh, it was risky. Yeah. I would say it was risky. So I didn't want to take a risk. Mm. So I could say, uh, I could send like, uh, how do you call that thing? That, that I could apply for like three, three universities. Mm-hmm. 
So one of them was too high. And that was the second one, you know, the one I graduated. Third one is far from where I lived. So it was like safe, safe. But, I, you know, like I didn't want to take a train and then travel yeah, do all that, to like, the hassle, other city. Yeah. Yeah, and then like I, I never wanted to say, oh, which uni are you going to? Oh, yeah, that uni. Ah, no, my pride <laughs> wouldn't allow it. And then I was checking the subject, and then like it looked fine. It wasn't that. It wasn't really interesting. Interesting, but they were saying, I don't know. In the, in, in the web on the website, it was really okay, but I don't know. It was different from what I was, what I studied. <laughs> and they were saying, oh, internet something, web something. Oh, that looks so interesting. And then I apply for it. I got it. And I, fuck, this is what, this is not what I expected. You know, I always wanted to study like, like English or, or, or like Spanish yeah. or like psychology or like something like that, something interesting. And like, ah. Yeah, then you got like stuck with computer two. stuff, which is like totally different from language and psychology. Yeah. Yeah, it does, that's a language, but in a different type yeah, of yeah. language. For that, yeah, for that language, you need to have a brain for it. You know, you can't just like, oh, it's okay. I just study hard. No, no, you yeah. should have the brain for it, right? Yeah, no, yeah, no. Like coding is so so difficult because even for the class that I was taking, because it was just it was just a it was Java for processing, and processing is like a program where you like make yeah. art out of code and so we we're like literally doing like the code behind like you know photoshop and like adobe like all that stuff and like making our own art and just like using yeah but that's interesting isn't it yeah no it was really fun but like like you said like you still have to have the brain for it so it's like you have to like be like you know art savvy and then also be like code savvy so it was a bit like if you weren't if you weren't able to get it you just totally didn't you know when you graduate you have to we had to make something, make programs, right? Mm -hmm. And then we have to, uh, uh, what is it, with everyone, we have to explain what we did. And then and then we have to display it so people can use it and stuff. And when you pass it and you can graduate. So, <laughs> so I did it. And then luckily I, I passed and like, oh, I graduated. And then like my grades were like, you know, like minimum, minimum grades. And then, and usually I took classes from other, like, you know, other sub, how to call this thing? I don't know how to call it in English. Like you could say, uh, is the class is not related to my major. Yeah. Like a year, like your elective. Yeah. I don't even know the word. <laughs> so most of my uh, the classes I took were like, I don't know, something about like movie and mythologies and like, like, like Chinese. Yeah. Like English, like I don't know, I don't know why, but Russia, uh, Russian culture, not even the language, mm -hmm. Russian culture. I still remember the anthem. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. And like play, oh yeah, play was fun, like in a movie and play. Yeah, it was very interesting. Like those classes, I got A plus, but my major, it, it, like if I like when I got C, I was re like really, 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 really lucky. No, I can, no, I can feel you on that. I feel like for, I, don't, I feel like it's up and down with me. Like uh, some classes, I'm like, oh, like yeah, I feel like yeah, every year is like changing. Like if like first I do like really well, and then the next semester I'm like ah, <laughs> like it's just like I'm barely just like <laughs> scrape by. I just don't know. I have like an up and down thing, but yeah, I'm so jealous of you. Like you know, like you know what you're doing, like what you're studying, and then I don't know. It's like you're you're into it. So I don't know. even like even only sometimes like you know you, you feel like you're doing great. You know I wanted that. So I don't know because I, I thought I thought I thought I was smart enough to do anything, but clearly no. So <laughs> from what my like one of my drawing professors, what he was saying, because he's like he's done like a ton of stuff. Like he works like with a lot of like car companies and does like artwork and 3d modeling for them like he's he's extremely talented and like for what he's like yeah. kind of like told us because he's like he's he's like he's like yeah i failed like multiple drawing classes i failed like you know multiple like 3d like modeling classes and that's sometimes that's what that's what you have to do sometimes you can always kind of sometimes you expect yourself to like hit at a certain level but sometimes it just takes you time mm -hmm. to like mm -hmm. get into the like the groove of it and that could have been that too like it just wasn't the time 
for you to like you know to be into it but then like you said anyway you weren't no, really no, even no, in- no, you no, weren't no. even interested in it so like you know it's like sucks that you weren't able to like take something that you weren't really like you know like you really like wanted to no i'm sure i don't yeah. have the brain for it no 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 i'm sure <laughs> you're positive you're like nah you're like nah all right yeah i can get that yeah no i can totally get that Oh my, I can sleep through biology. Oh my gosh, I can sleep through that any day. Like every, just anyone that's like, that's like, oh, the microbiology, <laughs> the stem, the organism. I, I can, I just fall asleep. <laughs> All I did in biology was <laughs> fall asleep <laughs> the whole time. Oh um, my God. Like some, some classes, like, you know, even, even like, even with like, how to say it? When like usually I was always like in a sleep in high school, right? Because mm-hmm. I remember like when teacher he was like waking me up and telling me, "Oh, you're always like uh you're always noisy, and then when you're quiet and you're always sleeping, blah blah blah." And so I was always sleeping, but some classes even if I was sleeping when I when I woke up I could remember what was on the board exactly, right? Mm-hmm. And then. Some classes I tried, I tried to concentrate really hard, mm-hmm. but no, nothing. <laughs> I don't. Know. Yeah, some of them are just I don't know. We're not just meant to do some s- stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and then you know, we and yet we try and then we fuck up. <laughs> so that I want to kind of a little bit backtrack because I was thinking about how you said like in um first when you came to Melbourne like the language barrier. And I was thinking about how, um, especially being bilingual, like how difficult it can be kind of like switching back and forth between like trying to maintain, like remembering your own mm-hmm. main language and then also trying to maintain another like uh, another language and that kind of like the difficulty and kind of the difficulty and frustration of expressing yourself. It's uh, yeah, it's really frustrating sometimes, like mm-hmm. even 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 right now, like so like because when i was in dubai mm-hmm. like most of my friends they weren't korean so i like speak only english and back then like i wasn't really like because of the time difference like because i was working in the daytime nighttime like, it was all messed up so i couldn't really speak to my family quite often so there were so many days that that uh, yeah, i had like i did not speak a word of korean and that there weren't many korean passengers so like sometimes, like because since I was the uh, uh, what is it? Yeah, stewardess trained in English. Oh, okay, okay. No, no, sorry, no, no, sorry, sorry. Okay, yeah, so like, yeah, front desk. Sorry, yeah. Was, I'm so sorry. I totally screwed that yeah. up. Yeah, yes. No, I'm sorry. Everybody, every, everybody thinks I'm. Like, yeah, that you're a stewardess and it? you're not a stewardess at all because, you, like you said, you've only worked in the airport, <laughs> in, like a front desk. I, I, I can't. Yeah, no, I'm so sorry. Continue. <laughs> sorry. So I was trained in English and then like we were communicating in English, right? Mm-hmm. So like uh, some words I uh, I didn't even know in Korean. Mm. Like still, maybe not until today, maybe, I don't know, some words in Korean. So anyway, so there, there are many times that Korean passengers like told me that, oh, you speak very good Korean like this. And at first I was really offended, mm-hmm. like, like if I'm not Korean, like what were you thinking? You know? Yeah. What do you? Th- where do you think I'm from? So, but I understood, like, because I was ex- like explaining like half Korean, half English, because I didn't know how to explain it in Korean. And then sometimes I have to switch my switch switch the language, mm-hmm. but I can't really do it like really fast. And like went to when I went to Korea for holidays, mm-hmm. and my family couldn't understand me because I was mixing English and and Korean. Uh. And like, yeah, some, like when I, yeah, well, no, it's mainly it's because of the, uh, what is it? Yeah, I was frustrated because I couldn't switch the language fast. But in Melbourne, mm-hmm. uh, it, yeah, yeah, fuck, fucking, fucking, I almost forgot. Okay, I got a job at a, uh, <clears throat> at a uh, Greek restaurant. And then uh, there was a, there was a girl. She was a manager. She was the daughter of the uh, owner, so she didn't really like me because they, uh, because I couldn't un- like you know in a busy situation. You know, it was really hard for me to understand really fast. Mm-hmm. So when I was interviewed and it wasn't when it wasn't busy and she was really fine with me, but but uh, when the when the restaurant was busy and she was frustrated and then like 
I didn't like it at all because, no, like you know, like oh, I was I was thought that I was supposed to I supposed to be smart and I was quite frustrated. So I had to actually there was the uh, there was a very good chance for me to improve my English because I had to concentrate a lot because I didn't want to get you know I didn't want to face that embarrassing situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I feel like some people, especially like being at uni, which which I've noticed. Is that a lot of people are kind of embarrassed on their um, like on their language skills, which is totally is is okay. Like you're still learning, and like if anyone like tries mm-hmm. to give you trouble for it, then like totally screw them. But like in my experience, a lot of people still like group with people who still speak their same languages. Or I've had other um, I've had other classmates and friends who get frustrated with other people because mm-hmm. they kind of had to be like the mediator because other person's too afraid to speak in English. Mm-hmm. and so they've mm-hmm. had to like translate for them and it's just like very like i've seen the kind of like the tensions of that and kind of just like how it just like you know just it sucks at times like you said you don't feel like you can you know fastly switch you know switch over and it could just be so irritating because you know that you know what you want to say but you can't articulate it yeah and it's just like you know you just get irritated yeah. with you sometimes you just get irritated with yourself and sometimes you'll just like other people because sometimes other people can get like a little bit impatient started work like working like in emirates uh what is that okay i was in the, i was in the firstly i was working a check-in check-in desk yeah. check-in area whatever so so they were they were using old system it was really like how to say it, like it was really hard like and then people came with the uh, separated tickets i had to put them together I had to check the right name. Otherwise, I would, like you know, they, like if I had, if I made a mistake, I, mm-hmm. I would, I could check in like other passengers under their name, and they would have made a gigantic mess. So I had to concentrate a lot. And there was like, there were, there were some times like it was really busy, mm-hmm. and then there were British passengers. Usually, they're really, really impatient, like especially when it comes to the language. Yeah. Because I don't know, they think everybody is a uh, I don't know British. So, so like I was a, uh, I was trying to concentrate a lot, and since I was new, and even even if I was like even if I was new, you know, you can't really like it's really rude to say, "Are you new?" To you know, yeah, like yeah, are you? And they were like, like whenever I said something, because I was like quite quite frustrated, and you know, you can't how to say when you're frustrated, you can't really how to say have a like a loud voice. So whenever I try to explain something, they were like, oh, "Excuse me, excuse me," and they were just like, I don't know, talking to to each other, like you know, like I'm a like yeah, like like some talk- kind of idiots. Yeah, and like, exactly. Like yeah, talking like down to you or just being like, oh, like come on, yeah, like <laughs> it's arrogant a little bit. Yeah. Very much so. They're really rude, and then I like, like other passengers or like other nationalities. They're really like Asian and nice, and like, but I had like I only have problems with British. So when I first worked, so like okay, I I worked in like I was in Australia before, and I Australia was the very first country I started speaking. Speak. Uh, well, well, I was in England, but still. So anyway, so Australia. So to me, Australian accent like was a uh, how to say was more familiar to me, right? Yeah. But whenever I had like British passengers, because like from a distance, I could tell that they were British or not. Like they were holding passports and the way they dress and everything. Mm-hmm. Like some of them, they have really really thick accents, right? They even they know like like how to say where where is it like Manchester something like that. Mm-hmm. And then like, whenever I didn't understand, like I asked them. Uh, I beg your pardon, excuse me. And then whenever I didn't understand them, I'm sorry, I can't understand. No, I can understand you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget um, when I met this. Yeah, when we used to work at the um, hotel, like in the VIP area, and there was a family yeah. from Sydney. Like I never like the husband yeah. had such a like his accent wasn't like heavy, but like I don't. I could just never understand him, and I always felt so bad because, like, he'll just talk to me, and I'd be like, "What? What? Huh? What? Wait, what? Oh, I know what." <laughs> and then it was—it was only me because all the rest of my coworkers were just were like, "Well, how do you not understand him?" I'm like, "I'm so—I just don't know." I just—I'm so sorry. Like, where in Melbourne? Oh no, that was like back in Texas. 
because okay. they were like here like they <laughs> that's were, funny they were like there on like vacation or something i can't remember like what was the reason why that they were in town. yeah three times and you can't you just don't ask them again <laughs> yeah, exactly like you like you said yeah like it's just like you're frustrated with your yourself and then you're also like embarrassed because you're just like i don't i literally just don't understand you <laughs> even though we're both yeah, supposedly speaking the same cool. language but i feel like we're not <laughs> Yeah, in your case, it's even worse. Like because, like I don't know, it's, speaking the same language, it's embarrassing for both of you. Session is about funny interactions, new lingo or sayings that we've learned, and what? confusing moments that we had as we're making our way from our new home country. This week on. What? What? Dubai. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Everything was so slow because I'm not from Korea. Like, like here, like you're gonna see, like everything has to be really quick and like precise. And like, if you if I uh, if you make a mistake, if like they're gonna apologize and like it's a big deal, you know, like mess up with order and everything. But. So yeah, but like in, in Dubai or or uh, like in Melbourne, like mm-hmm. stuff making mistake was like yeah. nothing, not even nothing. It's not nothing, nothing. But it's like you can just like you can just say sorry and then move on. Like in Korea, you have to do something for them, and everything was so slow. Like you have to double check, triple check. You have to call them and internet. Oh my gosh, oh. internet! Oh. Yes, internet. Oh, Australian internet in australia fuck you like big time (laughs) (laughs) yes oh yeah it's absolutely terrible like i don't understand awful you know we have the fastest fastest internet in the world just just imagine the the frustration like nick came and he loved the internet here oh my god internet i don't blame him because like yeah like the, it, australia i don't understand like it's supposed you know like australia you know first world country like whatever so, th- there are plenty other countries that are not first world that has better internet than australia like i don't understand why can they not get their internet together <laughs> at all yeah. oh my gosh that's terrible <sighs> i don't yeah, know because no there's been like times where i've like there's like you know photos have been loading like i've had to wait for a photo to load <laughs> exactly why it's like if you click on something it has to be there isn't it <laughs> i don't know but that's why you go like i don't know internet that's uh, i mean what would you even use internet if, you, if it's not working properly <laughs> now, there are so many things but i forgot but in the internet for sure it was the the, the most shocking thing i've ever seen in my whole life yeah though i yeah no it's pretty it's pretty bad <laughs> no it's it's beyond bad <laughs> yeah i think um gosh i have to even let me i don't even know where it ranks i think it's like in the hundreds where it ranks for australia <laughs> where where it sits as like in terms of like internet but for some reason for cell service they have like high I think, I think they're in the top 10 for cell service, but when it comes to like regular like internet, they're like in the hundreds, which I don't understand. How can you have like good cell service, but not good internet mm-hmm. service overall? Like, terrible. Yeah, that, oh, that was really shocking. Like, really shocking. And people, yeah, fucking, no, walk, I I... people fucking walk on barefoot. That's, yeah, that, that one. People fucking don't wear shoes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, that is that's definitely that's definitely true. That's just that's just an Aussie and New Zealander thing mm-hmm. to do. Just like yeah, just walk around with no shoes, which I don't understand too, because like the pavement's hot, <laughs> and I'm like, how are you? It's are you okay? okay? <laughs> exactly, and and like, and then there was some uh, yeah, and homeless. There were too many homeless. I've never ever seen in my life like that many homeless in Korea. Oh really? Okay, is a as a homeless I'm, I'm guessing the homeless population in korea is very low or is there like i think so none i know some countries are like you know it's like some countries are is this no homeless because they handle their stuff a little bit better so uh-huh. it's just like a little bit in korea or uh, i think so and usually they are in seoul not in my city uh, because, mm-hmm. uh, no, 
no, it's because I live in a residential area. It was still not, not, not yeah, at yeah. all. No, 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 no. You can't really see homeless in downtown that much. There, there are some like place. Uh, there are some places actually. Only one place, Seoul mm-hmm. Station. That's the only place I found homeless in Seoul. Actually, mm-hmm. yeah, too many homeless. And they're even they, they're nice. They, that's even shocking. They're really nice. You know, one day I was uh, I was I was smoking with uh, with. Uh, four of my friends, four of them. So we were like five mm-hmm. of them, right? Five of us. Yeah. We five, and we're all smoking. We all had our, you know, cigarettes. And then there was one guy, and he, he uh, one homeless guy, he approached us, and then he was, he was really nice. And I, good evening. Hi, sorry, sorry to bother you, but could I please have a cigarette from you? And then I would, we told them, sorry, we don't have one. So he said, oh, it's all right, sorry. Thank you so much. You have a nice evening, right? And then, what kind of homeless mm-hmm. are you? So anyway, so he, uh, and then he went to 7-Eleven and then he bought a packet of cigarettes and then, oh, sorry, excuse me. Sorry. Can I please have a light for me? <laughs> <laughs> okay. There were, there were too many homeless and they're really nice. So that was really shocking. Maybe, I don't know. You're from, you're from the, you're from the state, states. I see like in the movies and they were no, homeless in the street. And so maybe you're okay with it, but, and then we don't have many homeless. So it was really shocking. Depending on where you are in the U.S., it's, it can be prominent, more prominent in certain areas. I was really shocked when I went to, um, um, Los Angeles, like, and also Los Angeles and Hawaii. Like it's, it's undescribable how many people are homeless, especially in Hawaii, because they don't have like, um, they're very, if, I remember this correctly. They basically don't have like a homeless shelter like structure at all. They don't really have like a homeless like system. Mm-mm-mm. And so like literally there'd be like streets like, where there's like just homeless people just like live. Oh. And it's just like, it's, I don't know, it's really sad. And also it's the same thing. Like some people live like on the side of like the highways, especially in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Like it's, there's so many people that live like on the side of highways. Like it's, yeah. I don't know. I was just really 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 shocked about how bad the homeless population was mm-hmm. what is in in los angeles and hawaii yeah it's but, like, i mean yeah it was terrible hmm? isn't it too hot to be homeless in hawaii no that's that's another reason why that a lot of the is, is like places like los angeles like, you know california hawaii a lot of homeless people are there because it's a warmer because especially if you're dealing with that if you're like in a colder state when it snows mm-hmm. so that's why a lot of people end up going there but mm-hmm. It's also kind of crappy because a lot of states, what they'll do, like they won't have the audacity to help um, homeless people to like actually like help, you know, like get themselves together and figure out like what are the issues to help, you know, get them off the streets. What they'll do is that they'll spend all this money and take them like pay them to take flights or buses to other states and then they'll shuffle them oh, yeah, around in other states. Yeah, yeah. And it's just it's, cool it's ridiculous. Like <laughs> it's better there. <laughs> Yeah, it's better there. Yeah, here, here's a ticket. You know, here's a yeah, thousand something funny. dollar ticket so you can go fly somewhere. Like, good grief. <laughs> if you want to submit your what? What? It's a voice memo through Anchor. Leave a comment through iTunes or Alina Podcast on Instagram. And now I just realized, so I just, I just realized we never even got back to your second time of coming back to Melbourne since you've lived here twice. So what, what brought you back to Melbourne? Cause you just, cause yeah, cause I, since I met you at work, cause did you just come back on another working holiday visa or was it a different visa? I was a uh, student visa and then um, I came back to Melbourne cause I knew, I, I, I know, I know this place and I kind of missed it as well cause I liked it when I first came and I first went there. So I was actually expecting uh, the same thing, the same excitement and everything that's why I went back to Melbourne and then like I don't know I felt like and I had to be with my family I was away too long I remember you were talking about that when you have came back from your mom's birthday you were yeah. That, yeah you want to be with your family more you just know sometimes that is what it comes down to anyway you just miss your you don't get to um you know family you know will always like be there and so when you if you have time to spend with them spend that time with them ask you too like what is how would you describe the culture like in korea like how would you like compare to you know where you've lived so far 
uh, in in Korea. Yeah, like how would you yeah how would you describe the culture? Uh, here is uptight and like uh, I don't know, people are really nice and warm actually. But you know, it's it's by the culture. It's not. It's it can be considered uncomfortable to be too friendly and mm, how how I was in Dubai or or Australia. Okay. Yeah, uptight, uptight, very much. Yeah, like reserved. Yeah. Yeah, and conservative. Yeah. Is that like one of the reasons why you wanted to, like? Yeah. why you ended up like because like i said that yeah like what you said earlier before about how you're like oh you're kind of like eh about staying in korea and like you know another reason why that you moved moved like moved away like that was yeah yeah almost like uh yeah i think that that was the biggest reason because like i don't like that kind of like environment but like what's like a well i would say like what's kind of like an average day like in korea like how is like the like, is it, like, especially, like, where you live, like, is it very, like, quiet or kind of, like, is it kind of, like, busy? I know some people, especially, like, for Australians, they think that Melbourne is, like, very busy. And to me, Melbourne is not busy at all. It's, like, not a busy city. But I know for some people here, uh, like, overall, Australia, I feel like it's definitely more quiet. It's definitely, they're definitely more laid back, more relaxed. Like, would you say that where you live at, is it, is it more, like, hustle and bustle? It is, it is. Uh, here in Korea? Well, it depends on where you are, because like where where I work is it's it, you know you know Gangnam style, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I I work in Gangnam, so Gangnam is one of the big uh, busiest area in Korea. So, uh, if you come in the morning, you're gonna see like yeah, it's uh, too many people busy, and then in the well, not these days because like in, because of Corona coronavirus kills everything but before i remember in the in the lunch time and they even like there were so many restaurants but there were no seats available but like here where i live residential area it's quite relaxed and feel you know, it's all depends on where you live actually. but Gangnam, definitely busy coronavirus in like korea because I, I did write down some stuff i know some people like are a little bit interested in like interested on like i'm me glad asking. that you're asking about coronavirus here <laughs> <laughs> because we're actually handling very well you know i told you like about the uh the the, the what is it the psychos uh the, the religious group the religious group no i don't think you told me about the religious okay. group no okay there's a, a sort of uh religious group here in korea mm-hmm. very big so anyway these people uh, fucked up in the brain so uh when they uh when this happened we were really qu- it was really quiet here it wasn't like we had like oh i don't know like 20 30 something like this and when i woke up one day i found out we had like uh, hundreds of infected like and then it went to a thousand and like uh, thousands and stuff like that so it turns out there was a, a religious group but they're really like oh terrible people so anyway these people went to uh went to church mm-hmm. went to church and then there were like how many of them? like thousands of them and then the 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 leader of the group he said oh he told okay, when government was asking people to wear a face mask and there he was saying that oh, i'd say yeah uh, i don't know i can't find the word in english let me just google it actually because this is a very funny word in korean uh, okay so he said wearing mask in a church is blasphemous oh yeah blas- yeah blasphemous yeah yeah so they weren't wearing any nobody was wearing a mask so everybody got infected so and we believe that they're the, the, the what is it they're the ones who started this because they had a uh, they had a church in Wuhan, mm-hmm. and then there were many people who went to Wuhan, and they came back to Korea, and then they went to like small room, and thousands of them without wearing a mask. So anyway, so we freaked out. So government, they were they were tracking everyone. They're checking everyone, and then we're telling everyone to wear a face mask, and then 
So we were following it and people freaked out big time because it was like on, like less than 100, 100 of people. Mm-hmm. And like there were so many people getting infected and there's an area. And then that was totally like, I don't know. I don't know. Every, everything is dead now. Like you know, no, no shop open. Nobody was going out because the church was in that area. Mm. So we freaked out. So everybody was very cautious. So now we have like a uh, uh, the the, the pe- more than seventy of people got uh, cured. Mm. So and then we don't have like that many uh, people died from coronavirus. So I think we're handling very well. And thanks to them, without without them, I, I think we would be like, I don't know, Europe or like the US or Australia. Oh, yeah. The, no, that's why I wanted to. Yeah, that was one of my questions. Yeah, the get an honest opinion. Like, did you do you think that compared to other countries that Korea is handled it, handling it very well? Because it's being led, you know, it's being used as an example of how to handle and deal with it properly. Yeah, but it's not it's not it's not because the government is like, you know, clever was smart enough. It's because of. The people who uh, spread the virus very uh, quickly in the beginning, mm-hmm. so everybody was freaked out. That's why, not the government. Yeah, but but well, I'm sorry what is happening in the other side of words, but like it's so good that we handle it like in the beginning. Otherwise, like oh, yeah, then it would have been like terrible. a mess. Yeah, like how other countries they totally mm-hmm. did not take it seriously. In the beginning, and now we're seeing mm-hmm. the repercussions of them not even, you know, from them not taking, you know, serious. And I know that we've talked about this before, but I, but I wanted to say this on the podcast because, like, you've, because how much does it cost for you to guys to get the test? <laughs> oh yeah, like oh, it, it's like it's free when you when you what is it when you're infected, mm-hmm. you're free. But if you're not, let me see how much it is in Australian dollars. Thank you. It's very cheap, actually. And like, I saw, uh, yeah, I, I saw a receipt of a of a patient who was in who was charged in in a hospital mm-hmm. for coronavirus, and he stayed for like two weeks. And uh, let me see the currency shit. So he okay, to get tested, mm-hmm. she picked up one. So uh, in Australian dollars, it's only. Uh, $208. Okay, then, yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah, that sounds like on par with, and then, with Aussie and US as a price-wise. So, yeah. Yeah, and then for two weeks of treatment, cost even cheaper, 57 Australian dollars. <laughs> Wait, what's for treatment? <laughs> yeah, for two weeks of treatment. Wow. Wow. Yeah, not even 60. Yeah, I have no idea how much it costs for treatment for Aussie. I tried to look it up, but I couldn't find like a definite answer. I would have to find someone who had treatment. But I know that for like for my personal health insurance, like it was it's all covered. Like you just if you get tested, you get treated like they they're yeah, they were totally like, which I'm glad to have their like my my health insurance there. Oh, good. But yeah, no, like they like totally, they're like, we'll just cover it. Like, don't, don't worry about it. You get tested, you get treatment. Don't worry about the cost. So I'm at least like happy knowing that if it comes down to that. And like, in like yeah, I that, told you. Yeah, that- yeah, like, yeah. And like I told you in the US, how like, yeah, the test is free, but, um, but yeah, treatment's mm-hmm. like $34,000, <laughs> which most health insurances are not oh. even going to cover, unfortunately, which is, which is horrific. <laughs> Or that'll they'll like cover like half or like partial. And just like who has that money like laying around, especially right now. Yeah, only only like, you know, I don't know, all these stars and those people. Yeah, exactly. Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And can like can you just go can like anyone can just like go out and just get tested on their free will? I know like here you have to have like a fever or you have to have like respiratory respiratory issues to get tested. If you don't have that they won't test you. Yeah, because they don't have enough, uh, you know, kids and like, you know, stuff to check them. That's really sad. You know, U.S. asked us, asked us to send, I don't know, help them with the kids or sell them or something. I also wanted to ask, um, 
um, how it's like, are you worried about the virus itself or are you worried about more of the economical side and how it's like kind of economical, economical? Yeah, uh, definitely. For me, like a virus, I, I'm, I'm young, so I, like, you know, I'm going to be cured and I'll be fine. But this, like, I'll be fine in, I don't know, in, in two weeks time. Right. But the economy, it's going to take, I don't know, maybe, maybe two decades. I don't know. And that affects more than the virus, I guess. From your in your opinion, what your perspective, like how do you think it's like, like how's the economical situation there so far? I'm fucked up. <clears throat> fucked up. <laughs> Big time. Okay, so oh, there there are so many places closed. Like okay, before, once it was, I would. In the beginning, mm-hmm. if a place was found out that there was a person who was infected, went went to, then it w- the, the shops were closed. But now there are some restrictions uh, to some like sto- some types of stores or oh those places you know the the, the places you go for sex. Oh, okay. Where yeah. sex the, workers were yeah, the hostels and all that stuff. Yeah. And then, you know, that area, like, where we had, like, massive, like, what is it, gigantic infection mm-hmm. had? Okay, that area is dead, like, you know, like, completely, like, there is no economical movement. And, like, my mom, oh, yeah, yeah, I feel it so much because, my, like, I told you my mom's, mom's, what is it? Uh, yeah, her building. Like, her building, yeah. And then, like, the and whole, the like, tenants. the rent situation, mm-hmm. yeah, because also... Um, yeah, like also in South Korea, like the rent hasn't been freezed and so has mortgages. So it's still like a prop. Everyone's like worried about like their rent and say, oh, so are landlords with their mortgages. So it's, it's just very like stressful. Yeah. Cause like if people don't yeah, have jobs, so... then it can't pay. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? There's a, yeah, there's an airline company, it's just low cost airline company. So they were saying that they're going to fire 45% of their employees because there's no flight like you know they, they the company well they they don't like they don't have they don't even have like half of their flight working now not even half of them so anyway there people are getting fired yeah. and then like even me i was like like i used to have some more classes but mm-hmm. yeah it was cut down to like half of them terrible many people are suffering a lot yeah like the only place it the only business it's working properly is a uh, delivery yeah i mean that's the i mean that's the only option that you have we have to really do to kind of stay afloat mm-hmm. as a restaurant and even like for yeah other people just like to to get something a little bit like other than home stuff yeah just delivery so yeah, people even use a delivery for groceries oh yeah, yeah that's so. true yeah yeah, for groceries, yeah. Because, yeah, especially, like, depending on, like, your health situation, too, you're someone that could be, like, a huge risk for you to go outside. Then, yeah, of course, like, getting someone else to, like, get your groceries for you is just, it makes more sense. And also, like, yeah, if you, mm-hmm. especially if you're older, too, because not every, not every person who is older has someone else to actually help them out, so. Because I, I was talking to my friend from Hong Kong, and she was, we were discussing about, like, how, because of the coronavirus, a lot of the racism towards um asian communities have gone up and i thought it was very interesting with uh what she was saying because right now she's currently like stuck in hong kong she said that even like in hong kong like the you know like the inner um there's like interracial issues even happening happening there and i want to ask like is that the same in korea no how (laughs) you know what i'm interested how? Oh no, no! I was just asking. Like I was just so like, not like Hong Kong. Oh yeah, no Hong Kong. That's how I was like. Really, it was like that's like so weird that there's like um like you know like yeah. inner like yeah like there's like there also there's people in Hong Kong being like racist towards one another. So I haven't like I guess I haven't dived into the conversation with her too much about that. But like I was just thought it was like just very like weird. It is wow. <laughs> Okay, so which one's better ones and which one's not? I don't know. How do you define that? 
yeah no that's i'm just like what how like that's what, i don't understand like what's the what's the big what's, what's the big issue like who how are you being racist to your own like people <laughs> so yeah no i just find that like interesting because even like like i was saying earlier like especially like a lot of my like asian friends like they're they've been experiencing some like heavy racism i'm like good grief and then like yeah they're like whenever they see asians they say oh coronavirus <laughs> like this and then you know like just check the check the numbers just what are you talking about like we're handling better a lot better than those people you know we're not like we we never had to stay home and then get a commission from government to go out or something like this because the way we behave was yeah. better than them and then they were being racist towards asian asian people and then what the fuck and like and then how do you how do you even survive with the brain you know how do yeah, you yeah how can you like settle you, with that ignorance <laughs> and then um okay so i just have one more question and so usually my last question is from a previous guest to ask for the next guest and so um dylan yeah. was my previous guest and the question that she asked for you is how do you balance mm-hmm. your life in your home country and your life in the country that you're like currently like living like the countries that you've lived in in the past because she said that she's kind of like struggled of like when she's like lived in australia um, and gone back to like malaysia and how like you know since you've been gone away for mm-hmm. so long you kind of like missed out on some big like cultural things and kind of missed out things are happening so you have to readjust you're like you're readjusting to your own country yeah i understand what he says yeah but i don't know i found it i i'll okay so i have the same not problem problem so i had some some kind of like some something similar right so there was some okay but i, I had internet so i could just catch up like better than i did back in like when back when i was in australia the first time mm-hmm. so back then it was really hard because every there were so many things changed. Even my city was changed, and there were subway lines which wasn't there. And then when I came back from Dubai, that was the worst part actually, because my friends and I had some like time difference and everything. But this time it was well, I because I experienced it like twice before, so I was I was trying to. I don't know. Have it in a in a good way, in a positive positively. Mm-hmm. It's my home country, but I was I was uh, I how do I, how do I explain it? I try to take this opportunity opportunity to I don't know to explore my own country. So okay, I'm from this country, but you know there's so many things that are new to me. Yeah. So why not enjoy trying it? So like. It doesn't really matter if I if I okay if I was oh like, I was away for a long time or mm-hmm. I'm from this country. It doesn't really matter how I feel is more important, right? Yeah. So I was trying to find new stuff, like experience it, like like as if I was like as if I'm in this country for a holiday, and yeah. then that changed. How to say? Yeah, it changed your like the difference. Like, yeah. The, yeah, it's like like you know positively because. Like there were so many things like they were new, like applications and like uh, how how like internet shopping works in Korea and everything was changed. And I, I don't know, I was like trying to explore, like download stuff and asking people like as if I was like I was a foreigner. Mm. But I don't know, it was it was like before I was uh, quite embarrassed that I did not know so many things about my own city. And my like you know, new stuff, but now I'm kind of enjoying it, like um, a foreigner, or like yeah, like do something like new or like do like touristy, like you know traditional like touristy things and stuff. Like you know you are like discovering your city because even when like the other thing that annoyed me when I lived in mm-hmm. Washington D.C. because um, mm-hmm. like I lived in Arlington, and so like Arlington is it's it's a part of Virginia and it's probably like it's literally like fifteen minute drive from DC. I knew so many people who grew up in Arlington who did not take the drive or even like just catch the train because you could just catch the train over, which is like what another like maybe twenty minutes, even probably less than that, to just go over to DC. And they lived their whole lives like in Virginia, and like DC is like right there. 
and like you know concerts and festivals because there's always was festivals there and they always like um they had like events where the embassies will open so you actually you can go in like different embassies and like actually talk to people there and see like what what kind of universities you want to go to if you want to take language classes that they offer like i don't know just like yeah like yeah being interested in your own city because sometimes you can get like so like oh this is like kind of like a drag or like kind of whatever but like it's really it's like you said it really Mm -hmm. is your perspective that you really just need to change Exactly. And then, like, you, like, you know, after, like, I decided to explore, like, more, I felt like I, I don't know, I, I'm more happy and, like, happier than I was before. Like, 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 even if you, even if it's your own culture, even if you were, like, like you said, like, you're living in your country, like, for a long time. But if you don't do it, you don't know it properly, right? Yeah. But. Me, I have no excuse that I just came back from other country. So it was, I don't know, more exciting for me to do it. I don't know if it makes sense. Oh, no, no, it makes perfect sense. Anyway. So anyways, and, and the, who is it? Uh, David came and then uh, who is it? Uh, Nick came and David came again. So I was actually, and then there was, oh, the, the, the Italian friend of mine, he came as well. So I was actually a tourist in my own country. <laughs> So it was yeah, actually it was a good a good chance for me to get to know about my own country better. And then, uh, so is there? Uh, so I asked each guest. So what is the question that you have for the next guest? Like it literally, it could be anything. <laughs> Any question that you have? <laughs> how are you? How are you? <laughs> how are you? No, how are you? Okay, wait. Hmm. Okay, so my question is. Wait, wait, let me see. Because <laughs> I know it's not, it's not exactly the same. Uh, how you, like, people think when you go out of your country that you'll be more, I don't know, freely and like more independent, independent and like, I don't know, strong and stuff like that. But you know, you're not exactly, you're not, you don't ex- get exactly what you expect. Everyone's same, I guess. But uh, can you say that you are really happier mm. than when you were in your country? Because mm. I know you, you can't you can't get what you expect. But can you tell all that you're happier? Happier? No. Are you satisfied? Yeah. Yeah, I really like that question. Yeah, because um, that's something that I brought up um, a little bit, touched on with my friend Pez in our first like episode that we like briefly touched on and stuff. But yes, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you can like move to somewhere, and you have this like expectation, or you think that like moving to another place would like make you happier, or like it's gonna like all, all your problems are gonna be solved in this one area, and it's really not about the place; it's really about you. <laughs> And you need to focus exactly. on yourself. Thank you. Thank you. People think that a new place will change everything, but it doesn't actually. Sometimes it makes new problems that you didn't have before. So, so you have to ask yourself that you're actually happier. So once I, like, you know, I came back and I thought I would be very depressed or, I don't know, like trying, try, I don't know, having big problem with adjusting myself right because i was uh, i was out of the country for a long time but but you know what actually i'm really uh i'm not doing anything special right now but i actually feel happy no i'm glad that you are feeling like happy i know that we like i know that in the beginning you were like oh my gosh like oh why am i back it was nice to actually like Mm -hmm. once you finally get like kind of like settled into like the groove of things and everything you're like yeah no this is I'm good. And sometimes it just takes that time. Mm. And I feel like some people too, they don't, they feel like they get a little bit impatient about it. Mm -hmm. Or like they just like get stuck in that rut of like, nothing's going to be, everything's going to be just dreary and everything's going to (laughs) suck. Just like, no, no. just got to let things be. Just let things breathe. Yeah. Yeah, Because, yeah, really, people think like a new country would change everything, like fix every problem they have, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't really fix. It just, like, how to say, dissociate yourself from your, 
the problems that you had in your country and you move to a new country you and you create other ones, the new ones. Yeah, new problems. Yeah, that you like you said that you never had before, and so now you're dealing with that, and then still on top of it, depending on your circumstance, still dealing with your own the other problems that you had previously. Exactly. Just like I don't think uh, a a new place change everything. It's just like you have to change yourself first to fix anything. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> For for doing no, this with me, no, no, and I'm no. so sorry you had to listen to me on this. Uh, you know, um... thank you for joining Yeji and I in our conversation. Um, if you've been here since day one, you're probably wondering what happened to the music. Signing up for a class so I can learn how to make my own music and experiment more with different types of sound. And it ended up getting canceled due to the whole um, COVID nineteen situation. So I ended up just deciding not to continue using the music that you may have heard from episode one and episode two, since that music wasn't free. I want to continue exploring different sound effects and kind of making my own stuff. Due to COVID nineteen, I will be continuing doing phone interviews. There may be a few. In person here and there, but that will just all depend on whether the regulations in Australia get a little bit loosened. There may also be a delay. A lot of people who I've planned to be interviewed have been impacted. Some there may be delays or not. So thank you for your patience on that. Also, keep a lookout on our socials about our YouTube channel and、uh, website. They're both coming soon. The YouTube channel. I'm gonna. Reupload the podcast there. I know that some people like to actually like listen to their podcasts on YouTube, including myself.、Um, I kind of wanted to do some like really like nice little animations and also some like kinetic、um, typography. If you have a question, suggestion, or topic, send us a voice memo through Anchor, iTunes reviews, tweet at us at Alina underscore podcast or Alina podcast on Instagram.